This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Is that the Samaritans? <laughs> I'll wait till we get a few more on. I'll give it five more minutes and then hopefully a few people will have the uh, balls, which is more than our team uh, didn't have tonight, to come on and uh, join me. Otherwise, you're going to get bored of listening to me for 10 minutes. But yeah, I think we need to talk, man. Back in five. Well, we'll get underway. We have our first, Chris, I'll, I'll just kind of give my thoughts first before I bring you in, mate, but I'm shell-shocked, to be honest with you. Uh, I really thought that, you know, I know that unbeaten run one all it was made up to be, but, you know, I thought we were pretty lucky at Sunderland and, uh, you know, yes, Swansea, we could have hung on, but to see that stadium and I just like that team, just bereft of confidence. This is against a pressing team, that three games without a goal. And we made them look like Barcelona. Well, they're not even that good anymore, are they? But shocking, just the the confidence. I mean, I don't know what's more laughable, really. Rambo giving out that, they give 17,500 at the end. That about sums it up. I don't know. What, I thought the light show were bad, but the team, Jesus Christ. And uh, yeah, even Elik, who's been our best player for a couple of months, he, uh, I think he lost his man, didn't he, for that Alan Brown header and then just went from bad to worse there. Even... Uh, as keeper, who's done a good job, picks a great time, doesn't it? Balls up against Preston, so their fans were loving it. Obviously, being an ex-Blackpool guy, but what a mess! And then the injuries at the end. Just what more can you say? Just I made a bad night even worse. But yeah, for the first time, I mean, I've I won't say backed Alan more, but I've understood, you know, the the, the troubles, the the tough, uh, you know, job he's got, but. 
I just didn't get half of that tonight. I didn't know what was going on. And I know, Chris, obviously, you've done them vlogs and you've kind of nailed your uh, colours to the mask. But it's the first time I've walked out of there thinking, ah, I'm just, I don't think he's our man. And I know a lot of people have felt that for some time, but, you know, I just don't know what he was thinking today. Karoma, the left back, for me, nowhere near the, the cross, you know, stopping the cross and, yeah, I thought we were getting back into it, to be honest with you, too. When I, I thought we might have burgled a point, to be honest with you. And then, you can't make it up, can you, Maxwell? He won't that back, as they say. But what a mess. I thought the light show were poor. I know the club tried to do something different. I think it just sums up our club at the moment. We're in deep shit, aren't we? And yeah. I think tomorrow night, QPR are yeah. uh, probably going to take us place, you know, and we're going to be in the bottom three, but yeah. wow, and to see Johnny Og, I mean, I stayed till the bitter end, a lot of people didn't, a lot of people didn't even come, and uh, Og were clapping, he went around all the four corners, but I, I looked in his eyes, and I'm thinking, I think he's like, well, we're all thinking we're in big shit, so enough of me, Chris, I'll bring you in, mate. Yeah, I've been listening to every word, and you sound so deflated, and I, I, I just don't see him as the right manager now. I just don't even, he's just totally clueless. He does a lot of stupid things. His style, we fans just can't enjoy because it's just drab to watch. You know, it's so negative and it's so, it's just, just so poor to watch. You know, the first half was so appalling. We got what we deserved to be down at 2-0. And second half, it could have been it could have been two up, Chris, before we even started. You know that that, that would a debate. I mean, I'm not sure if it was a penalty myself. I think it was Pearson won it that collision. But on another day, as our old friend used to say, that could have been a penalty. And then they should have scored straight after the warning signs were there. But what pisses me off, we were kind of more when we saw it. I think against Can't Leeds, like there were warning signs. We were a debacle, and and he didn't change it till half time. Exactly the same at Leeds, and I think that's what worries me. I get he's got not the greatest tools to you know to work with, and yeah, injuries and what have you and stuff. But come on, man, we're getting absolutely taken apart there, and uh, he just leaves it till half time. We could we could have maybe got something back first half, but. Wow, and I think it just summed it up, mate. Just sorry, because I'll bring it back in, but... Yeah. Karoma. I mean, I don't know where he's head would at. Maybe he's thinking wing back, what the fuck's going on? But when he's... He's got to give it, you know, the same way Kazumu gave it to Bergsorg on Saturday. Well, that summed it up, mate. What a mess he made of that. And then the confidence, then he had another chance after. And his head's down, mate. I think that's what worries me, that any confidence that we've built up in these last four games is, to me, have just been absolutely shot to pieces and... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really worried. And coming into these two games, yeah, we're deflated a bit, Swansea, that late goal, but we didn't really deserve much more than a point. But you're thinking, here we go, two games here, and I thought we weren't great on Saturday, mate, but tonight, wow. Well, second half got marginally better because in that second half, we got more attacking impetus into us. Mm. We did press them more, but you've just got to look at it on, on the whole, really. And on the whole, it was a complete drab. It was a drab night, really. And it, when it went to 3-1... I was like many others. I headed for the exits and I had had enough. Even when we got one one back, mm. I still didn't get excited. I still wasn't wanting to become too convincing. It, it, we, we got what we deserved and that was a defeat. And 
the reckon relegation zone beckons for us. I think tomorrow night we will be below that dotted line, and you can't say we don't deserve it because we will. No. Deser- we will. We will deserve it. The guy needs to be sacked. I don't even trust him with a. Wouldn't even trust him with better plays mm. in in the January transfer window. I, I think he needs to go. We're, we're all entitled to our views, you know, but I think he should go personally. Well, oh, mate, I, I, I think there'll be many that I'll agree with you. I mean, Ward, he were embarrassing, mate. Just seeing him for five minutes, he was just limping, absolutely knackered. That could have done so much damn more damage. I mean, I mean, he would have nice said, I want it to be fair from Wardy, but yeah. again, we should have put this, should be pulled off earlier. You know, should have gone earlier. And then obviously Pearson gone down. But I mean, when you subbed Tom Lee's off at half time, Chris, I mean, that says it all, doesn't it? It's just like yeah. it's yeah. kind of un- uncharted waters, but it's. I mean, uh, yeah, I know we're down to the bare bones, but it's just, you can't even, I mean, I put that thing out today on Twitter about how many times we've got into the opposition's box and stuff. And there's four games this year where there's, we haven't even got in there double figures. I mean, it's just like, you can't, I'm really struggling to give him, I, I get the situation. We know January is going to be big for us as well, but. Honestly, mate, a part of me wonders if he's going to get there, to, to be honest, mate. Uh... I, I personally wouldn't even give him to the January window. And uh, the January window is still a few weeks off and more damage, a lot more damage could be inflicted mm. on us yet, you know, because we, we're not just on the verge of dropping into the bottom three, but we could even be cut adrift, you know. You know, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't personally give him the January window. I would not trust him with Nagel's cash. That's if he's if he's going to spend any, of course. But we do need to. He needs to get that transfer out and start spending. I just won't give him the window personally. I don't know how much longer he's going to last. But I think mm-hmm. the, the club is so clueless. I just don't see him being sacked personally. I think we're sadly, unless I'm going to be proven wrong, but. I think we're going to be stuck with his drab football and his drab interviews. Mm, I think that's a... I, I find it difficult. I, I don't like criticising people kind of sometimes for how they are as people, but it's a fact, mate. Darren Moore is a dour, brummy guy. He's not the most inspirational guy in part. He wonders, you know, when the guys get back in on probably Thursday now, it's like he's got to get these people up I mean don't get me wrong I, I came on I remember Radio Leeds after Swansea and, and the players are playing for him at, for up till then I have no doubt about that and even you know we weren't great on Saturday but tonight were the first time to me mate where I've thought are they really playing for him everyone looked a bit confused and at the end mate it was incredible you like I'd saw but Thomas were like down on obviously you've gone Chris but he were like he was almost like we'd lost an FA Cup final in, in penalties or something like that. He were absolutely devastated. And the psychological damage tonight's done for me is is absolutely huge. It's mm. I think those that were there were just diads tonight and you know, fifteen thousand. Yeah, How I, many were there? I saw so many empty seats, you know. Uh, uh, I, you could see around the whole stands, so many empty seats, you know. And that light show was, I think it was a pathetic attempt. I think I think I've seen better light shows at other clubs. Our our attempt, at <laughs> our light show just didn't live up to... <laughs> Man, it summed up the night, didn't it? They were like, it was almost like two bulbs were going on and off. It was like someone were just pressing a switch under the stand and, and that as well, but it's... I, I, uh, yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> It would have been better to been at a at a, a professional disco because the lights on the dance floor would have been better than those stadium lights. Yeah. What about Osterfield, Chris? Pulled after forty five minutes, mate. He weren't. 
They just didn't look up to the task, to uh, be honest, well, man. He is, he is, he is a young lad, you know, and uh, he's going through. He's going through like the rest of us, such negative times, you know, to, at, at a young age, you know. And I've got to go down to London on Saturday, but I'm such a diehard. I'm still there through thick and thin, but I must be mental in the head at the same time to be going to watch Dross. Yeah, mate, you can never not your lolly, and, and I'm probably no doubt I'll be there at Norwich uh, week after yeah. as well. Uh, anyone will come out with any positives tonight, Chris, apart from anyone who turned up uh, <laughs> in well, the stands, I, 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 any I, players? I, I just want to just, like I've, I've said already, but I just want to point out that it's just little positives. We came out second half, showed more attacking inhibitors and press. That that's what that's what you can, yeah, you, you can look look what look what happens when you press and attack more but I don't want to make that sound too positive there are only little positives in my view because I look at it on the whole on the whole it was a drab drab shit night yeah no I mean it's so disappointing isn't it? I think uh, yeah just so disappointing but yeah no mate thanks very much uh, yes. for coming on Chris cheers mate bye bye now and bye cheers, to everybody bye. else bye cheers Tom, um, anyone else want to come on? So let's have a look. We've got uh, one request here. We've got pause. Pause there. Take your mute off, mate, hopefully. Cosy, can you hear me? Can you hear oh. me? Oh. Is that Tom, it is, is it? Yeah. Hiya, Tom. It is. You're all right, mate. And pause. Yeah, we've got pause here. Pause with it till the end because I was spying on him, taking pictures of pause. It's on the we were there at the end. Mate, I don't know why. There were not many other people there with me, was there, right at the end when that final whistle went. I think that that's probably the emptiest I've seen the stadium during a match at any point when since it's been open. Um, there's been some grim times, but tonight were probably the, one of the grimmest that, I, that I've seen for a long time. Um, for those that follow me on Twitter, I, I did try to put a you know, kind of a tweet out midweek, kind of understanding why more players are kind of the football that he does. Um, but tonight, that were that were even worse than what we've been expected. That's what we've been seeing over the last couple of weeks. Um, I didn't go on Saturday, so I can't comment. But from what I was reading on Saturday, um, this was a disaster waiting to happen. Um, it, it could have happened on Saturday, and, and unfortunately, it did happen tonight. Um, we just we just poor, aren't we? I mean, we just pour all over. Uh, by that 15 minutes just after half time, where we did kind of get at them, it was just there was just nothing. It was just it was awful. I think it summed it up most to me, uh, and I've mentioned it many a times when we've when we've done kind of podcasts and stuff like that. But you know, we need two goals, and there's there's 10, 15 minutes to go, and we're still we're still just passing it around at back with no real. It, it goes left, it goes right, it comes back into the middle. There's nothing on because there's no movement in front of anybody. The, you know, defenders get ball and you can see them looking up and they're wanting to, they maybe wanting to play forward, but there's nothing. There's, there's, there's you know, players just stood still. Um, you know, for me at that point, you just sack it off, just, just, just sack it off, put a centre back up front and just, just knock it long. Getting. What did you think of the? Uh, sorry, stopping mid floor. What did you think of the lineup when you when you saw it and then the kind of the early positioning and, and stuff? Obviously, uh, strange seeing Karoma playing so. You know, yeah. so it's a bit of a baffling one, isn't it? It's probably as you know one of his most effective forwards. Yet we're asking him to play as a left wing back. Um, I, I was just tuned in just as you were talking to Chris there, and 
you know, you talked about his attitude and, you know, if I'm Karoma, I'm probably thinking, why on earth is this guy asking me to play as a left wing back? You know, I'm, I'm one of the better forward players that we've got. We've not got many forwards, have we? Let's be honest. And, you know, he's asking me to do a job and, and almost be a, a defender for most of the match. So, you know, no wonder he's, he's not in right headspace. Yeah, he should have done better with those chances that he had. Um, but I can fully understand if he is annoyed, why? Because it's, it's just another strange, strange Um yeah, I, I don't really know where to go with it, to be honest, mate. It's no. Just possible, I mean, like, for me, the biggest thing for me, this is a team, sorry, mate, to go, come in again, but for, we're, four, we're four games unbeaten, all right, you know, one winning four, whatever, but four games unbeaten, so supposedly building confidence and in the right direction. Preston, mate, no goals in three, come out of the shield. These two home games, you're thinking, this is it, chance to, you know, get it. And... How, how psychologically damaging is that going to be? And I mean, forget forget even talking about the injuries. That Ward playing on for five minutes when he, he went absolutely knackered, it with embarrassing mate. You know, with that again, Pearson went down. It's it couldn't have gone more wrong, could it? No, mate. I mean, obviously before, like you say, the the four games is it four games where it without defeat. You, you normally think look at that stat and think, you know what, that's that's really positive. But three three draws and a win and performances that have been poor in all of them shall we say you know for large parts it's not it wasn't an exactly an inspiring kind of period of football or if we'd have won three out of the four and you say oh yeah we know we're four unbeaten and stuff like that but you know if you ask any fan no one were kind of really happy with that kind of form anyway just because of the performances and um, Preston I'm, I'm presuming their manager said look get out there and get out because if we get an early goal the fans will, yeah. the fans will, will change and they they should have been two up pods. They should have had a penalty. Sure. They probably should have had a penalty. They nearly, they nearly scored straight away. I, I remember you messaged us and were like, this should be like three up. Yeah. This was about five minutes. But why, why do we never need any wake-up calls? Because it always fucking happens with us, mate. It's, it's like you're thinking, do something, you know, change something. And do, don't you think it was very Leeds-esque, mate, that again, more waited till half time to do something. And then I get the options are, are desperate. But again, mate, we, we were going nowhere, do something. And half time, he's bringing everyone on, changing stuff. And it's just like, like the horse was bolted, mate. Yeah, it was too late. We were obviously too late, wasn't it? I mean, we did get back into it, didn't we? We got that, I mean, great crossing from, I think it might have Pearson, wasn't it? And a decent header from Ward. And to be honest, I don't yeah. think Ward even playing. I can't even remember him touching ball in first half. Um, but, you know, credit to him, mm-hmm. good header. Um, and then, you know, we, we concede third. And I think after that, everybody that were there knew we'd already, I think we'd already made us five subs by then. We'd had a couple of injuries. And, and it were... It were, it were just a case of just, just playing game out on it and seeing what would happen. But the, the thing that annoyed me, like I say, is even with, with 10, 15 to go, we didn't even sort of try to create or we didn't try out different. It was just the same, you know, slow, steady passing across the back, nothing in front of us to play forward to. And there's absolutely no nothing to inspire you wanting to go back, really, after that, is there? <laughs> that, that's also, the saddest what, thing what for a, me. It summed it up, mate, didn't it? 17,000, it, it was about as laughable yeah. as... The performance, the light show, the club's just a joke at the moment, mate. And I get, you know, we we get where that you know Kevin Nagel is and Cartwright and what have you came in when they did, but it's it's a joke, mate. And there's people around us just thinking, hang on a minute, guys, you've sacked Neil Warnock, you've pulled the plug on Neil Warnock for this, and then then they built obviously more up to this football, you know, the great exciting football and stuff. Which any Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday fan you ever speak to says that has never happened, never happened, never will happen. Because I'm kind of thinking, okay, mate, you haven't got the players in, and in January, forget it, they say to me, forget it in January brings in because it won't happen, mate, and. It, it just looks 
week by week, game by game, that he just looks a, a shocking decision, mate. And that, where do you stand on on Mora? I mean, you've been you've sympathetic with him. You've been sent out bad as midfields being bought. You know, it, it just don't feel like it's working out, Pause to me. I just, you know, it's, it's, how long has he got? Well, you know, there's two ways to look at it. And I always think when you see empty seats in a stadium, that's got to ring alarm bells first and foremost. If people aren't coming down to watch, that is, that's a, a sign in itself that whatever's happening on the pitch is no good. So whether you're picking up odd points here and there, football is it's changed, it's evolved, it's now an entertainment business. People are entertained, you know. You can you can you can come down and, and you can win and you can play like that and at least you go home saying, Well, it won't write great, but do you know what? I'm buzzing because we've won. Whereas you don't even get in that moment, you know. So there's that there's that way to look at it as well. You've got to look at the you know the squad that we've got, you know, taking a step back, the squad's not good enough. The sign of a good manager is always getting more out of the team than some of its parts. Neil Warnock could do it. You look back to when, you know, even Carlos Corbran, he did it. David Wagner, look at his team that he got promoted. He he could do that. He could look at the set of players that he'd got and get the best out of them. Set the team up in a way that would make us awkward to beat. Set the team up in a way that would make us, you know, be able to get teams and pick up points when we could. When you look at Darren Moore's team, yeah, he sets us up defensively. He's trying not to lose. I do understand that, that we've not got creative players. We've not got the forwards that we need. But you've still got to try at some point to get at teams. You can't just play not to lose forever because nine times out of ten with the players that we've got, you are going to end up losing. You know, like tonight, we, yeah. you know, look at the formation, look where the players were playing. You know, he'll say, oh, we've played two up front, it's attacking. But it, for me, it won. It was set up as a team there not to lose again. And fans won't have it. Fans won't pay. And, um, you know, there's rumours that ticket prices are going to go up next season. Darren Moore's still there and this is a sign of football. Even whatever league we're in, fans will vote with their feet and you'll be lucky to get 10,000 in. Like you say, 17,000 announced to end. Embarrassing. I reckon at kickoff there were 10, 11,000 max. So that's like 6,000 people that have just now decided not to turn yeah. up. They brought two, two and a half, probably just two, three, something like that. But they, they were clever, possibly. You don't take a rocket scientist to go, but they just went for it at the start, didn't they? Yeah. Let's get out of makeshift fullbacks and the bomb on. And, and mate, they, they're just like, first 10 minutes, I'm thinking we're in for a bad night. It, it looked like they've been on a 10 game unbeaten run, not no goals in three. And it makes you sick, like Dwayne Holmes. Obviously, I mean, it would have cock up from Maxwell. That summed it up, didn't it? Just Maxwell, who, who I've been talking up and a few of us have. To be fair, most of the kept him in, but Holmes lays it off and you know, just goes under him. And you could just feel that just everyone's, who were there were just from a town persuasion, just like, it just the heart sunk, didn't it, when the ball went under him and, and we were done, mate. Yeah, that one's that third one and you, you should have just finished the game there, really, mate, because we were never going to get back into it, really, to be honest. But, it's the more long-term damage that, I, that I'm worried about under more. Yeah, man. You know, if we keep him in post, it's going to turn more and more fans away. And, and once fans start finding other things to do in this modern world, it's very hard to get them back. You know, and then the club have got, have got a big decision to make. You know, they brought him in, as you say, they talked him up to be a certain style of manager. What would you do, Paul? If you're Cartwright, Jake Edwards, I don't what know what you're thinking. It's, it's, a, it's a massive decision, isn't it? Because you know, more... Is done. You're admitting you're wrong, aren't you? You're admitting you're wrong. I mean, sometimes in football you've got to do that, but I look back over history of management over the last, what, five years, and what are we doing? Just employing managers for 25, 20, 25 games, and if they're not good, getting rid and then bringing someone else in. You can't, you can't work like that. 
got to you've got to have some sort of continuity and some sort of you know plan. And if their plan is Darren Moore, do they have the balls to stick with him and then get through to January, limp through, try and get as many points on board as we can, and then back him and bring in some players that can play mm. the style of football that he wants. You've got another. I don't want there, to- though. Who the hell's going to want to come? We're not going to be paying money mm. to people. Who's who's sat there thinking? Do you know what? I fancy a move. Where can I go? Huddersfield Town. If you're in a lower league, you're going to look up and say, do you know what? They're probably going to get relegated. Mm. No. If you're looking at a Premier League loan, a, player's, a, a club's looking at that and saying, do you know what? I'll tell you what we'll do. Mm. We'll send our young players to Huddersfield because they play good football. Absolutely no chance. What what type of player are you looking at? For me, all, all, only anyone that would come to town now, somebody who's not got a club, because playing for town is better than playing for nobody. Mm. I, can't, I can't imagine any player in any scenario looking at town and saying, do you know what? I'll move there. Yeah. Paul, uh, I had uh, from a good source tonight that town sacked some of their medical staff last week, mate, and we've seen a lot of injuries and it's, it's unbelievable, isn't it? How, I don't know if it's just what you're doing poor that you seem to pick up injuries, but it's just, what's going on, mate? We seem to be, you know, guys, it's like Ward's broke down again with, you know, other players, obviously Kazumu's had injury problems. Uh as giant strikers gone missing, you've seen Ben Jackson. You know it's. Do you what's know what going on, man? Do you know what that is? Again, you've got to look at the squad size. You've got to look at you've got to look at young players playing first team football. Uh, older players playing too much football. That's what it is. Danny Ward, you know, wrong side of thirty now. You can't play every week. Kyle Hudley, he's too young. He's never. He's not played. You know, first team football regular and they expected him to do it in championship he's going to get injured similar with players like you know you're like Ben Jackson's and Iridonis they're still very young they're still growing they're still developing as, as, as footballers and if they're asking if they're being played all the time they're going to get little knocks they're going to get little niggles and again you've got to look back to the squad size mate you know everybody knows my history my originally about the uh, you know squad size and, and, and the quality and stuff like that but it all stems from start of season mate squad not big enough not good enough Paul, what would you, what where do you think we are compared to a year ago under Fotheringham? Do you think same the worst? You know, as a club, where, where do you think we're in a better position? If you were looking at overall as a club, I'd say we're, we're miles worse off. We're miles worse off than what we were under Fotheringham. Yeah, it were bad there. You know, and fans were getting disillusioned. But I speak to people now, and it's ten times worse. And I think, I think it's probably because. We had Fotheringham, we got rid of him, we brought in Warnock, we, we had the little bit of success in staying up, we brought him back for another year. Things were on, they were positive, you know, and Warnock's going to be in maybe through until end of the season, you know. Then they've pulled Rug under us again and got, it, got, got him out and brought in more, and who's, who's clearly not had, you know, the start that he wanted. So you're just going around in a cycle, you go back a little bit further, you look at Corbyn. We did, we did it there. We got into a good position, got to the playoffs. They wanted backing. We didn't. We pulled rug underneath us. We had to start again. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've just continually going through that cycle and, and fans just have just added. Yeah. I, think they're just, I think they're just sick of it at the moment. And I don't blame anybody who, who doesn't go at a minute because, you know, find something better to do with your time and there's, there's plenty out there. So, you know, those that go, I, I take my off to you, you know, going down, supporting the club and stuff like that. But at the minute, it's a tough watch, isn't it? Let's be honest. Oh, mate, it is, it is. Paul, thanks uh, for your thoughts. Bring, uh, I'll bring Tom, Tom in. Tom, 
Cause you're so you obviously a pause passion, mate. He was there till the end. I saw him till the end. I stayed till the end, but he was just incredible, mate. You had four players kind of clapping. Jonathan Org, I'm trying to think who else was there. Lee, I think Ben Wiles, everyone else had gone, mate. And do you think do you think we're sinking? Do you think have you got any faith, you know, in the, the owners, Darren Moore? What what's your thoughts, mate? I think kinda tonight. This is the first I mean, I was a bit worried on Saturday. I was Sat there on Saturday thinking, bloody hell, Bristol City, not a good team. I think that was the worrying thing. Which scrape the draw against them? <clears throat> Apologies, my voice has gone a bit here. I don't think um, Preston were all impressive. And like you've already touched on, I mean, they've been struggling to score in these last few games. And that was the main worry tonight. They've come out looking like they're top of the league, pushing, do you know what I mean? So they're all mm. over us in that first five minutes. Um, yeah, and I, the own, the ownership side of things, I think it's got a, time has really got to be given there because he, I think the problem is it's been a build up of year it's been years of build up this on it and yeah ev- everything has just been fired at the ownership now and it's like he's only really been here for what five months that's, that's a short time being a football owner. I'm sorry, I, I'd love to give Darren Moore some time, but the thing that's worrying me is I'm I'm still not even seeing a style mm. coming out of it. I'm not seeing any football that I think, oh, I see what he's trying to do here. The goal was very good, Cosé, tonight. The build-up yeah, of the goal yeah. from the back, but I've, I, that was the only time we saw that all game, and it's kind of like, did the players just take that upon themselves to do that kind of thing? Do you know what I mean? Not like... Mm. Not like something we work on in training, or it's just it just all it's really yeah, it's it really depressing. It's almost <laughs> embarrassing, mate, because uh, like to the buttoning end, but like what wall goes off, and then we got Diad on. It's just like we ain't got a striker, you know. Alex knackered. I mean, he's obviously only a young guy. You can't put, put your eyes on him. Honestly, it's just like even Bergsorg's not meant to be a striker, and and, and that's yeah. a few people are debating behind me. And I, because obviously, I think Mines can. I think only till January, isn't it? This loan. So I mean, does he want to stay? Do he want to go back? And yeah, just he just was just a shambles, mate. The forward part of the pitch, and that Alan Brown, mate, for Preston, who scored the first goal, kind of pulled off Helic and that as well. Uh, sounds a bit rude, that doesn't it? But uh, <laughs> just. Just everything we, we I wanted to see in a midfielder, mate. He were crunching tackles. He were like having shots. He scored. He just like his energy levels. He's their captain. He's just our, our midfield, mate. Kazum was done a, f- a fine job again. You know, yeah. I, I thought he did as best as as he could. But he has got his limitations. But it is. It just feels like a League One squad at the moment, mate. And I, I get you know, give us time. We saw that rumor come out with Alan Nixon on Sunday. You know, obviously Diara leaving the club, Leicester or whatever, and uh, supposedly some kind of foreign signing. But I think that the thing for me tonight, though, Tom, I like defended Darren Moore to so many people who've just not had him, just not had him. And, you know, obviously there's there's such an affection with Warnock and, and stuff. But I, it's the first time I've walked out tonight thinking, Jesus Christ, and, you know, we're in a lot of trouble here. And 
these were two home games the four points were the minimum for me and, yeah. and just to get one but it's just how it happened yeah. it? just like the, it's soul destroyed really and just the people not you just expected it tonight to be half empty as well obviously Saturday the weather were atrocious but there's the football the, his persona mate he's just not exciting anyone and I just kind of felt the light show was a, such a drab affair it was almost like summed the club up at the moment it's just like <laughs> yeah, the moment it's just, it's just a big dark cloud on, hanging over it mate and it's there's some lads that are really busting the gut in our thoughts so again Sober Thomas mate did you know he's really putting a shift in mate much more than I think for most managers that we've seen so far maybe including Corbin but it's it does your head in doesn't it mate to see just like Dwayne Holmes come back and just like you know very effective and obviously you know deemed surplus to requirements by the powers that be as, as we downsize our squad it's yeah, I'm I'm really down about it, mate. And new all away Saturday. We know how huge that is, but it's it's it might not be a bad thing being away. I'm just trying to take any positives at the moment, but it's you've got to say though, mate, the uh the I think sure if obviously leaders will never some back down, some don't, but if Kevin Nagel, Matt Cartwright and Jake Edwards can sit there thinking, yeah, Darren Moore is our man and we're going to back him. It's I'm a bit worried, man, because it seems like we're all over the place at the moment, man. Yeah, it's, it's a really tough one. I mean, I, I'd love for us to give him time, but like I'm saying, I just, I just don't see, I don't see a plan. And Chris said it perfectly, to be honest. Um, I don't know if I trust him getting any more out if we do bring in three or four players I don't think it's going to help too much I don't think it's going to help too much we're really missing Rodoni we are missing Rodoni a lot yeah. we're missing that just someone up with a bit of spark up top aren't we um, but it's just I'm I'm just I'm just lost for words really because of what to say about, about what's, what Moore's doing at the moment um, and it is sad because you don't want any town manager to fail but he actually Seems like a genuinely nice bloke, doesn't he? And that kind of thing. Yeah. The stadium, though, Tom, it, it's sad to see, isn't it? Just, yeah. It just as empty as it was, it was well, just. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable, man. I, I don't think I've seen it that empty. Like, so I wasn't there tonight, but I was there Saturday. And it was, I know, like you said, the weather was absolutely terrible, but I've not seen it that empty maybe since we were in third tier or fourth tier sorry fourth I tier think the, word, the word thing for me mate is that I know lads tonight who weren't, weren't there but they weren't even watching on, on Red Button or, or yeah. IPTV whatever they were watching Champions League because they're out of love with it mate and I honestly don't think even a few more wins will, will get people back into bed with him mate and that as well and uh, yeah I wonder what Neil Warnock's probably thinking at the moment man. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah it's it's incredible and it? it's just yeah it's it's so worrying and you're looking who we can drag down into it. I think uh, Stoke only got a draw, didn't I? Know, thank God Rotherham as bad as they are. But yeah. I always think when you're looking for favourites or whatever, you've got to look at your own business, aren't you, first? And we're a bit, well, we're in a, a real mess. But, but it's, that it's, that, it's that tight. It's that tight. I mean, if we should have, for me, we should have beat Bristol. I thought they were they were bad. Yeah, they were. It was that, it's that tight down at the bottom at the moment. Go on a couple, have a couple of wings. Like games like Saturday and tonight was so massive, and Saturday coming is massive because Millwall are on a bit of a dodgy spell as well. So it's like you've really got to be taking advantage of this until we come up against the likes of Ipswich, Leicester, and all that again. 
it's just it just seems really naive a lot of from coaching to some of the decisions on the pitch there's a lot of naive decisions going on at the moment so yeah get me off here because my voice is going a bit <laughs> cosy, but oh well give us straight red cheers tom <laughs> cheers matt and matt's joined uh joined us Travel all the way to back to uh, beautiful Leeds. Matt, are you going to mug me off here and stay on mute? No, you're not. You're a legend, mate. Thanks very much. But, mate, I mean, some people uh, obviously travel afar. We we have a guy, you know, doing a match report who comes from Bristol. And, you know, people, there's people that are travelling like 250 miles round trips and have got, you know, lot likes of Bob Farrell, Epsom Terriers, and people like that. And there's people now, mate, who's like lives five minutes away that are just not asked to come. And how sad does it make you feel, mate, as a as a town fan? You travel for, as far as anyone leaves to Huddersfield on a rush hour night, weeknight, anyone who works over there knows how hard it is. And you're rewarded with that tonight, mate. You must be so pissed off. Mate, I'm full of cold. I've got no idea what you're doing here, doing this, doing this spaces thing. Because the only, the, honestly, the only thing worse than watching that football match again is going back through it. It was just, it was the absolute worst, mate. Um, yeah, you know, I was listening to Radio Radio Leeds on the way home, and uh, Dag Barnett was was on there. He's he's a guy who's been on our podcast before. Um, frequents the forum down at the back if you've heard that name before, and he made a lot of good points as well. That and he comes from, I think, over towards Blackpool Way. So anybody who's you know made the effort to get there tonight, um, you know, more power to them and, and big respect because it's such a tough watch at the minute, and it's been a tough watch for twelve months, mate. I. You know, I come home from football. My my other half, Rachel, can't be bothered going anymore. Neither can my little one. So for the last few games, it's just been me and my mate Tom, who who goes with me, couldn't be bothered either tonight. So I, I went with uh, Killer, who sat listed in the background. I think we should invite him to speak as well. And yeah, we were the only people on we were the only people on our row. Um, the people, no, absolutely nobody on the row behind us. Um, a couple of people on the row in front. And it's depressing and it feels like you're back to square one from where we were this time last year. Um, you know, a lucky win 12 months ago away at QPR with Josh Ruffles pulling, you know, two wonder goals out of the bag. And was that the Sunderland moment? Is it the same? It, feel, it just feels like we're going through the same things again. Uh, and it's depressing because we've been through it all before. We know how it ends and we don't have that joker this time where we can go get Neil Warnock in February and say, do you know what, Neil? Come and save us because he'll tell us to do one. Matt, you sound absolutely knackered, mate. So I'm hoping Killer's going to uh, be a gentleman and uh, come I on in. Johnny in there as well. Johnny Gillespie, I've invited him to yeah. speak. He's, he's shirking as well. He's shirking more than Edmunds Green at right back today. <laughs> so uh, oh, there's, there's not many people, but you know, it's it's just so it's just it's difficult to watch. It's difficult to to come onto a platform like this after watching that and be balanced. Um, you know, you, sometimes you need a couple of days, don't you, just to just to reflect and just calm down. But it, it's difficult to to sort of immediately make sense of of everything that you've seen without kind of flying off the handle a little bit and you know we, we did you know I agree with fully with what Poza says you know I've, I cannot see in the 15 or 16 games whatever it is Darren Moore's had I've not seen one passage of play where I can see all oh, right yeah that's what they're working on it's just 11 men behind the ball kick it forward don't follow it up win a free kick and that's that's all it is and it's it's depressing to watch especially when you know you, you the impetus is, is usually on the home team, isn't it? And and uh, to watch us do that against teams in the 
you know, Bristol City, I thought were a bit better than what Tom said. I thought that they're an okay side and, and Preston, you know, like I put in the group text, mate, you know, Preston had scored for 351 minutes and then, you know, within two <laughs> minutes they're, they're in front against us and should be, should have been three up in, inside yeah. five. It's, it's, it's a tough watch and, you know, the t- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The title of the last podcast was was called Biding Time and essentially it's because you just feel like you're killing time until January and that's when the, the club have got to make changes and if they don't make changes then Huddersfield Town will be in League One next season it's as simple as that Matt we've got a couple of people ready to save your voice mate a killer's one of them but get Demo oh killer's coming on first Demo I could bring you in next sorry mate and you must be doing some DJing Demo here. get back to your decks mate but uh, oh killer do you Oh no, I was driving back past Cooper Bridge thinking, <laughs> where do I go here, mate? <laughs> the scrapyard, the back home, it, it just feels, it's so psychological damaging tonight's game killing, in my opinion. It's, you know, even if we just scraped a draw, you know, coming back from behind, but just, just I just kind of felt like the ball went under Maxwell and just kind of just, it was almost like a balloon popping, mate, wasn't it? Just the, the club's on its arse, isn't it? I kind of expected it Saturday, Cosy. Like I, I, coming into a couple of home games, we can't play the defensive way we've been playing up until now. We had to give it a bit of a go, and I, I, I didn't think we had it in us. And I didn't go Saturday. I, I've watched highlights and, and whatnot. Um, but tonight is kind of what I expected. I thought we were going to open up just a touch, and that'd be too much, and we'd be able to get ripped apart. And that, that's exactly what happened tonight, didn't it? Really, we just we we don't have any sort of ability to play football. I, I, Matt and I were talking about it. I just, I don't see any patterns. It, like, we're Warnock, yeah, we're defensive. We didn't have much of the ball, but when we did get the ball and we brought forward, you could kind of see the assignments what we had. But I just mm-hmm. can't see anything under Darren Moore. I don't, I don't see it. And, and today was a really big one, I thought, in that it reminded me, oh, I think it was Bristol City. Again, I can't, Matt, Matt will correct me, under, under Fotheringham where the players kind of just gave up for him. Uh, Dwayne Holmes, funnily enough, as it happens, kicked a kicked a dugout, and you could see on the pitch it just mentally they weren't there. And that tonight, it felt like that for me. Mm-hmm. It just felt like as soon as the game turned against us, really quickly, and it happens sometimes in football. Against it did against Cardiff, and we kind of uh, again it wasn't a game where I thought where we we threw it away. It just things just went against us. But that today there were players arguing. They were just people oh, not, were. not working off the ball. Pearson had a right ding dong, mate, after it's goal two. Let's see how I thought they were. Matt and I kept pointing out in, in the mid, our midfield three of Osterfield, Hogg, and Kasumu weren't marking whatsoever. They'd been given an assignment today to kind of stand in a straight three, 
stop the passing lanes but not trapping them in. And that just that second him. goal, that blonde guy, I forgot his name was scored. Jeez, he just like walks through, like strictly come dancing, mate. It was just it was honestly some of the stuff I saw tonight was ridiculous. I, I can't I couldn't believe we, I was watching it. And Does that worry you, Killer, so much after this is a team that's four unbeaten? So we're not talking someone's lost 10 in a row or none in eight. This is a team four unbeaten against a team who have been shite and that happens. Does that worry you even more or does it, does it not bother you that if it happens, it happens? Is that on the Any, back of anybody it? Anybody, because oh, anyone that's actually watched Town over the last four games understand it's a yeah. bit of a fraud form. Yeah. It's not, it's not it a form is. where you're like, we're going to crack on here and, and move up the league. Yeah. Like, we should have got more. Yeah, right, mate. Not, not that we deserved it on performances, but kind of with the way the games played out, we should have we should have taken a few more. We've not. We don't deserve to be where we're at. And when the club's coming out saying we're four unbeaten, everyone who's watched it, no one's buying that shite. We're just not doing it. You understand it's quite fortunate, and you can't play that way all season. And that's the thing that's happened tonight for me. Mentally, it looks like they're not quite where they were at a few games ago. The players, and that happens when you don't have any of the possession, and every single game you're having to be perfect for ninety minutes to take either three points or even a point. You, you, uh, we were at Sunderland, Cozzies, you know, and we, we were fantastic at blocking everything on the edge of the box, but yeah. you cannot go out for a full season of 46 no. games expecting to be able to do that and block everything. Yeah, and tonight, I, put that I put Sorry, I put that tweet about Sunderland. They had 47 times they were in our area, mate. It would have such a lucky win, won it? But again, we, we cling on to all because we're shit. <laughs> but, but I think the players. I think the players at that point, of the, even even though it's only a few games ago, at that point of the season, kind of erratic because they even they think it might get a little bit better. But you continue going on as we have done, offering nothing at home. Mo's been here even longer. They're in training with him. They're doing more and more things with him. And you see it tonight, and it just looks to me like they're checking out a little bit. It looks like the belief that we had a few games ago. And I suppose when you're taking Tom Lee's off at, four, at half time. Again, I, I, that seems to me. Was he injured? Did he, did he talk about that in his conference, press conference after the game? Or <laughs> I'm not listening to that, mate. Forget it. Who's turning to listen to that one? This someone must have listened to it. But Jesus. just taking off leaders like that, and it's it's just to me looks a bit like a shit show. And the thing is, the players will pick up on it as well. They'll know it. All those fans can complain about it all we want, but players are, are, are an egotistical bunch, and they'll know whether. Darren Moore as, as the rear of the other players in the squad. And to me, when you're looking at it tonight and the way the town players were arguing between themselves early on in the game and just the general tempo was awful. Yeah, the first 10 minutes after the second half were okay. We opened up a little bit and what happened? We got caught for the third goal after Reggie didn't try and dive in and we just looked pretty off in the midfield. Do you have a bit of sympathy on. with them and Killer? Because obviously you've alluded to the, you know, not being a... We try and open up, we get picked off and stuff. So, have you got a little bit of sympathy, or do you just think he don't help himself to, enough to get that? He don't help himself. He don't help himself. He, 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 I don't think the squad's good enough. I don't think that's Darren Moore's fault. I think Neil Warnock was replaced because of the stuff that he said after was it the Norwich game, whatever. When we're talking about signing Ruffle and all that kind of stuff, we've been over many, many times. Darren Moore. I don't think anybody could come in and make this team win. I don't. But then Darren Moore's making decisions to me that are making is even worse than we have to be. Is it going to be enough to bring somebody else in to keep us up? I don't think that's possible either. But Darren Moore doesn't help himself when he's making the changes that he does in the personnel. Like uh, Healy tonight. Uh, Healy, I think, I know he wasn't very great at the weekend, but going forward, he offers us something at least. Mm. And we had no pace down one side. Osterfield didn't even seem to touch the ball today. Where's he suddenly come from to, to deserve a start? There's just decisions made that I don't mm. understand. And that's very uncomfortable. Normally, I think between us all, as a fan group, you can kind of work out the system he's trying to play. But I can't, not tonight. That was that was quite a strange one for me. 
The thing is, killer. It's like the Leeds game. Obviously, he made the changes at half time when he probably should have done it a lot earlier than that, and he's done exactly the same. And I does that knock your confidence of him even more or do you because I suppose you're damned if you do damned if you don't but again it just makes me laugh when you see people warming up at half time you know there's going to be two or three changes it's almost like mate or do you have sympathy thinking well hang on a minute I didn't send you out to play like this you've let us down I had to bin you off it just it just gets a bit tiresome now just seeing two three subs every half time doesn't it and none, none of them are effective even though because we come out in the second half and we are no better like t- today, today we were not 10 minutes while you could see Ben Wilde were given the instruction to get the ball, turn and drive it forward. And for those first 10 minutes after half time, we did and we looked OK. But again, you're 2-0 down at home. So if you can't do it, then you can never do it. It's, it, it's not a game changer thing. We had one chance. Danny Ward's put an amazing, amazing shot at header away. I thought it was a, a fantastic bit of play. That, But that was it for the entire game, wasn't it? There was next to nothing. There was nothing else. And then... No. I just, I'm just, I'm just lost with Darren Moore. But then I don't know who else could do better. And I, I just feel, no matter what I think or what anyone else of us listening to this thinks about Darren Moore, he's Kevin Nagel's man for this season, and we're going to have to get used to him being here. It's just, is he going to get mm. the backing in January to have extra options so we can at least provide something? Because, because that tonight we're, we're pretty embarrassing for a home game. It was Preston fans didn't even have to sing. Even they couldn't get overexcited about their performance because of how, how poor we were. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's pretty uncommon, isn't it? You don't lose often 3-1 at home and the away team aren't making an absolute racket from the first minute to the last minute. But no. tonight, even they knew we were a comfortable victory and they couldn't even be bothered to sing too much. Well, I think obviously they had him from the no, obviously Maxwell from the time with, with Blackpool, and to be obviously happy with a few of us have been talking up, he's done all right, but he just about sums it up, doesn't he? That he reverted kind of to his old ways and Oh, it's just so depressing, mate. But yeah, th- thanks for coming on, Killer. Demo, I'll uh, I'll bring you on, mate. Thanks for being patient. God, sounds like a proper radio host here and that as well, mate. But uh, Demo, that last time like, me and you probably met in the flesh, mate, Luton Town, playoff. We just got to Wembley, mate. Life were good. You put on some other <coughs> town songs, DJing in, uh, I forgot which boozer it was now, and that's another shield. And it just felt good to be a town fan, mate. Just probably the polar opposite to what we've. Uh, where we are tonight, but yeah, I didn't. I just thought we had to come on and do a spaces tonight because I've never seen for a long time just so many empty seats, so much disillusionment, and so much silence. You know, it's just it's gutting, mate, isn't it? It's absolutely gutting to see what's happening. Yeah, exactly, mate. It was the White Swan, pal. White Swan in town. We're in there after Luton singing. I had work next day, oh. didn't, didn't get into half past one hour, absolutely steaming. And, <laughs> and we thought Johnny Russell were a good player in them days, mate, but that's what Jim does to you. Exactly. <laughs> but tonight, oh, I mean, to start off with, who in the right mind thinks, you know what, yeah, we're 21st in the league, you know what, let's try and entertain the fans by turning some light bulbs on and off. It just doesn't make sense. Like, if we're, if we're under Carlos, under David Wagner, and we're playing good football near the playoffs or even higher, <laughs> and you thought, you know what, yeah, let's get the fans up for him, we're doing really, really well, fair enough. But we're 21st playing drab football. And we think, yeah, let's put on a light show to 10,000 people who were sat there before kickoff. Probably not even that. There were so many empty seats before kickoff, and they tried getting people in. <laughs> and it, it, it didn't work, did it? It did not work. But then, oh. getting on to the football, I mean, that second goal, I'm sorry, but our defence must be the slowest in the championship. It, uh, those mm. three centre-halves are slow as oats. And you know what? The atmosphere <laughs> from minute one summed it up. And... It, even Saturday, we go one nil up, and nobody, even at one nil up, wants to get behind the team because they, they, they no. just know what's coming. And and it started tonight. People tried, but as soon as it scored, no one, no one wanted to get behind that team. And even when we 
God to, to make it 2-1. No, nobody... A few people tried to get it going, but then the literally scored about five minutes later, on it? And then that were it then. There was no atmosphere whatsoever. Um... But I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at the next sort of five or six games, because then you've got Millwall away, Norwich away, Blackburn and Borough at home, and then Leicester away, and then City and FA Cup. And I'm not being funny, but I think we're going to go winless in six, and then go to City, and the chant every time we play them that they beat us 10-1, and it could be worse. Mm-hmm. No, Demo, I think the thing that makes it worse for me, just like we've been on a... I mean, like Killer said, it's almost like a fraudulent run, but... You know, even as bad as it's been four games when you haven't lost or losing football, but if you just walked in there tonight, it's just like you'd be thinking, what the... This was like, again, I've said it in so many times on the pod this year, this was like a, a Premier League versus a National League team. It was just pathetic, mate. And again, as, as Killer said, it's like the Preston fans weren't even going that mental. Whether they were just, you know, how shit was you be? I know a lot of teams throw that out when they're, when they're winning, but it just... It's just so depressing, mate. It's like... <laughs> I think we are stuck with Darren Moore and but people are just they've had enough mate and it's a long time so I'm trying to think back when it was as bad as this kind of fan-wise uh, demo I mean I know a lot of people point to Chris Powell and the, and the kind of the dull persona and the, and the boring football but the crowd still came though didn't they but now I've never known it as you know the, it was Saturday I mean I, I wasn't there but people were there said it was sub 10,000 tonight maybe with the Preston fans it might have scraped 10 but we're, we're talking disillusionment of a of a massive level, mate. I mean, people have said tonight that we've set up to try and um, get a point or, uh, or like that, but I don't think we did. Like, if you're trying to get a point out of that game or trying not to lose, you don't play Sorba Thomas and Josh Caroma as wing-backs because, yeah, Thomas has probably been our best player over the last four or five weeks and has put in a good defensive shift, but it's not something that Josh Caroma wants to do or can do. Like, if you're playing to get a point out of that game, you put Uton... Nakayama at left wing back. Like, I don't understand why he's he's even put in there. He, he played there Saturday and did all right, but like, you got Ward who's coming off five minutes after he scored when you're looking then to try and get a second goal. Sick Caroma up top. Like, we then gone and put sort of Thomas up top and then brought on Brahima Diara as a right wing back. Like, what on earth's going on there? Didn't make sense whatsoever tonight, tactically at all. He, Completely lost it. I think what well, the good thing for me, uh, Damo, is that again, people, anyone who I know, Sports Shepherd Wednesday, just tells me this is how it is, this is how he is, he's a nice guy. They're they kind of going about this fluke. Obviously, that second leg they had against Peterborough, well, you'll never get many of them to a pound, but it's almost like papered over a lot of cracks. And uh, yeah, they've really set him up to fail, I think, at town, man, because the quote about this exciting football and yeah, I'd just love to believe that, you know, even if we've sinked the bottom three, get there and then get his signings in. And, and I know obviously it's debated who wants to come, etc. But just, and all of a sudden we'll start seeing something nice to watch. But maybe there's just no evidence whatsoever. And it's just like we're getting beaten by some really bang average teams. Again, three goals conceded with four goals against Birmingham. Cardiff smashed us for four. We're, when we're losing, mate, we're losing big. And even that. The Tom Lee's sub is like huge, isn't it? When you're taking off a senior player like that, who's, I'm assuming, he's not injured, it's just like, then you wondered about losing the dressing room. Honestly, just I'm just so worn out with it like everyone else is because we've just been there last season. Like Matt said, we've got us get our jail card with Warnock. That's gone and it's good to me because there's another. There's a lot of teams around us that are, that are pretty poor, but 
where, where's our quality? Where's our... Yeah, Where's our pop? Yeah, honestly, mate, that Tom Lee sub baffled me because I think he, he brought off the wrong man. For me, Pearson has to be dragged off at half time. He had a woeful first half. I mean, he got it from kickoff, tried hoofing him, booted it out of play, and let's just chipped it straight out of play. And I'm, I'm thinking, I, I, I know that's, that's what we're used to now with Pearson, but I'm not being funny. You know, the, these, these are championship footballers. Yeah. They should be able to kick it in a straight line down the football field and not be chipping it out of play. And and tonight for me is mainly on the players, but also Darren Moore. Like I, I've backed him ever since he's come in, thinking that you know eventually it, it, it will be the right man. Should we get to January and, and can get the players that he actually wants that'll actually suit what he plays? Um, but it's like as, what does he play? What does he play, mate? This is what we're all asking. I think I, I don't know. I don't know. There's no style of play, but it's quite obvious at the minute that these players aren't suited in terms of what he's trying to do. I mean. David, would you extend Bergsog's slow? Yes. Yeah, I would as well. It, it took me more of a sub, though, if we had a decent 11, but we haven't got that, have we now? So he needs most, but he's... Yeah, I mean, to be fair, mate, we're getting firing into some tackles and stuff today. He does look up for it. I know he's frustrated as a lot, but he's, he's still a guy who can, as we've seen, win you a game or, or two, but it's, to me, in a, a good side, you're probably nowhere near a starting 11, but obviously... We're on Zaha, so in he comes and he's an attacking player, which we haven't got many of them. But... Yeah, Cosy. No, Cosy, yeah. question for you, mate. Who's your number one at the minute? Oh, in keeper-wise, well, bloody hell, you saw my, I'd say, tweets, X's or whatever now, but... Yeah, to be fair, I, I would have stick with Maxwell, but it's... It, it's unconventional. I mean, I'm no goalkeeper, but... I mean, with that, with it in the first... First few minutes where he kind of it's weird, isn't it? He doesn't like he kind of kind of comes out and he kind of punches stuff in the air and there's some weird. I mean, as long as he doesn't go in a goal, it don't matter. But I mean, I'm skirting around your question, there, man. I can <laughs> like an empty But oh. there's one tonight where <laughs> the cross is coming and Evan challenges him completely fine and. You can't put him after one error though, Demo. It looked it made more look even worse than he's. He's kind of just said, look, you know, we've got two good keepers, usual, sit on the fence, but but he's obviously stuck his match up. For him, just to pin him on for Saturday, got a Millwall with Nichols, he's... Ooh, I think that's a bad... looks bad, that, but... For me, Cosette, um, I think Nichols, although he's not had a, a great start to the season in himself, and he'll, he'll know that in himself. For me, he, he has at one point been one of the best keepers in, in, in this league, and Maxwell's not been anywhere near that at all in his career so for me it, you've got to stick with Nichols just his presence in general I, I just I, I just mm. think you've got to go with him and, and he's a proper leader yeah so you'd make that change on Saturday yes. mate at Millwall just yeah. uh, bring him back on as well honestly you're just like shuffling deck chairs on Titanic <laughs> like your wheelers at the moment stuff. but yeah there's ugh, what was more I think uh, Damo because we, I kind of were chatting to this with a couple of guys this week. It's like, there's a, there's, I don't know about hatred, but there's a lot of anger. It's quite, I don't know if it's shocked me, but you, you've seen the kill the bank having running spats with Pearson. You, tonight, as soon as the second goal went in, there's boos and there's people kind of getting on backs and ready to boo. And obviously, I don't know if it's been sold, this family club, and then it's a tight-knit bunch, these fans. But I just think, to be honest, mate, it's... I know we had that season, obviously we talked about it there where you did, you know, when we had the the Luton game, but apart from that, pretty much for like last five, six seasons, it's just been losing football week in, week out, mate, 
underinvestment. And I just think more is just getting all that, mate. I think it's just the, the frustration from those who can be asked, to be honest, to go now. There's so many that are not. It's just... So the, the, there is a little bit of sympathy for, for me with that, but it's just... It's just weird. Honestly, mate, I was thinking tonight, thinking, I just don't want to be here because not just because we're not, we're not winning, but it's this horrible atmosphere, mate. It's... It's not a good place to be. You know, I, I like to be positive and stuff about not just football, but like life. And I'm just sat next to people who are abusing people, swearing people, everything's really negative. But it just showed, mate, when we kind of had a good 10 minutes and scored that I didn't want much. All of a sudden, we had some chanting appeared and stuff. And I just, I, it's just everything around it that's just kind of getting me. I can get winning and losing, but it's just wear and tear, mate. It's just like ebbing away. And, and it's just like, I think everyone's just absolutely drained and you're just getting all that frustration at least and what I think he must go on mate and like privately chatting to people thinking oh, me, I thought Ullisfield fans were behind the team this were kind of a, a nice club and wow they're proper at, at me do you, what do you make of all that? Well fair I think his hands are tied behind his back with the squad um, I mean it, it showed last year that the squad isn't good enough and we've not invested that much I mean when they said oh yeah we've made significant in investment in terms of the transfer fee for Ben Wiles it turned out to be 800 grand you're going what's going on here like that's not significant investment and I get they have to stay within FFP and things like that but you know it, it proved last year that that squad wasn't good enough and oh, once again like every transfer window we, we just seem to miss out on targets that, that, that we're going for I mean Warnock said it early doors didn't he that it, it, it wanted a striker in it and he ended up going to somebody else and it's never come out of that war but it, it just shows this squad is currently not good enough to stay in the championship and you know everyone says oh January is massive but are we going to invest in January because we've also not invested in the summer due to FFP so how, how are we going to then invest in January when we're once again fighting FFP because of Kevin's first year well we're not, we're not going to do it so it's going to be loans and and freeze but as people have said like yourself who on earth from like Chelsea Liverpool Manchester United are going to send their young young kids to us when it's just a losing team like yeah. how's that going to aid a young player's development it's not so you know I, I, I still there's some free transfers out there that are good enough to keep us up because um, I think that's the only way that we're going to sort of invest in this team in the minute Demo, thanks for coming on mate I appreciate no, it and uh, yeah. keep good luck with all your DJ work mate Top legend man. man Joe Kelly has joined us Joe Dearie me, you've, you've come on to the Samaritans HDFC uh, <laughs> line. Man, talk to me about Lutherfield Town this season, mate, tonight. Where do we start? I think it sums it up when we try to sell uh, our season cards, to be honest with you. We can't even fill half a grand. <laughs> what a joke, that is. <laughs> we, try, we try to sell our season cards. We're offering, what, the big red lower tier, whatever it's called these days. And there's about, about 50 people in one oh, there tonight. Yeah, shocking, 20. isn't it? But... I mean, what makes me laugh is, for example, we try to ping it around back with Pearson, Hellick and Lees, and we can't even do that properly. And then Edmunds Greens goes to make a pass to where it's sober, puts it straight out of play. Uh, it's just, it, you just you just got to laugh. It's like in the last minute against Bristol on Saturday, we get a free kick and we've got bodies in the box and he's trying to try and whip it in. We play a short corner, give it away. Just little things like that. But I mean, yeah, it's just... I, I knew at the start of this season, I mean, I don't remember following me on Twitter, I had a bit of a, a do with Kevin Nagel where I actually ended up blocking me on Twitter, to be fair. Um, but, I mean, I knew at the start of the season, and I agree with what uh, Paz was saying earlier, that it's just, you could just tell we were going to struggle. 
and getting rid of Warnock, obviously, you don't know what's going on there, but ever since getting rid of him, it's just been an absolute shit show. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just going to get worse. I think, like everyone's saying, if we do get rid of uh, Moore, we're accepting, well, the board are accepting failure, so they're not going to do that. But again, as everyone said, who's actually going to come and uh, want to join us, uh, manager or player? I, I'm trying to think of anyone who'd be right in the minds to come uh, come sign for us or manager at the minute. So, yeah, it's shocking, but um, I'm stupidly going to Millwall on Saturday, but Oh, or going for the well, for the weekend, I think, rather than the actual game. I mean, yeah. I used to hate leaving early. I used to detest it, yeah. and it's got to a point now where I'm I'm looking at the clock, thinking, right, I'm going to go now. I mean, I've left at half time against Leeds, Cardiff um, tonight. Even at two, <laughs> I could have left at half time tonight. To be honest, um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just very depressing. But it's like I was looking okay. earlier, and you're looking. Like the connection, I mean, we were speaking actually, me and Lado, I sit next to him, we were saying about, even under the core brand days, we weren't exactly connected to the team and we weren't playing great football, but we finished third that season. Even on them, we were starting quick, we were scoring goals and then we were solid. But now we're starting shocking. I mean, against Bristol on Saturday, we could have been 2-0 down before we actually went 1-0 up. Uh, tonight, again, obviously, we was down after our, our, our many minutes, but... Yeah, I just don't know. I generally don't know where we turn to, to be honest. I think, knowing what's all going on now, we might as well have got relegated last season because did Nagel want a League One club? Has he got the money? We don't. It's all these questions you don't know. He's more bothered about his... Yo, how's your uh, kind of mates and, and stuff for you, people? That you, are they losing interest, fed up with more just apathy? We'll just see that house. You're kind of... Uh, yeah, well... Uh, people. Yeah, so I sit in the kill in the bank and uh, I, I go with my dad and my dad's gone... Literally all his life, and he recently, past couple of seasons, he's just given up hope. He, he, he didn't bother tonight, uh, and one of the lads he didn't even get a season ticket this season. Um, he just thought, he just knew it was going to be the same again. Um, so, yeah, p- people are starting to just get really peed off. And I mean, you can't blame him because, I mean, I saw a start the other season uh, where us and Rochdale, we'd, we'd hardly won a game, uh, something along them lines. We were team, teams to hardly win a game. and you just think for town fans now, like you, you hear about Man United fans complaining that they're losing games in Champions League and they're in turmoil. <laughs> you look at us, they don't even have a clue, them type of fans, do they, when you look at us? Uh, Preston North End on a Tuesday cold December night and we're getting played off at park, get, can't even get near them. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's one of them. I think everyone's just kind of losing, losing the interest, but it's only going to get worse before it gets better, to be honest. You're not you're not got much hope for January then, Joe. That we can get the guys in that, no. that we need. Or no, no, no. I mean, let's be honest. When when was the last time we had a good transfer window? Would you say when we brought Smith Rowan in in 2020? I mean, even then with that squad that we had on paper. If you look at that squad, I mean, That's now good. anyway, you'd compare that to then. Now, bloody hell, it's, it's like a League One lower half League One squad. That might be being kind at the moment, but it's uh, it was just sad to see tonight, mate. Like senior players like arguing with each other and. It's the first time, you know, it's kind of it's like everything was just like falling apart. Yeah, with, with the Cardiff game, obviously Leeds, probably the, the ultimate low, but you can kind of accept Leeds being, you know, a good side that they are, hopefully. Rare. <laughs> Not many of their fans are on here, but I don't want to blow too much smoke up there. But the class class team, mate, and then obviously they'll be battling for promotion, but Preston, though. No. <laughs> But they, they could have won by five or six, mate, to be honest with you. Yeah. Did you think we were going to come back and win it, mate, until Maxwell 
Not really. Did you? We think it was just a bit of a good ten minutes for us. <laughs> I think it was just a good ten. It, it, don't get me wrong. It was actually nice and positive, and it's frustrating that it took then to get going. But I mean, yeah, as, as soon as um, as soon as we got the goal, you were thinking, right, come on, and then Bergsorg went in and their defender made a good block, and then obviously I've heard him say on way on tonight they had to bring Ward off. But that's the thing. It's like as soon as he made the substitutions. It just killed it again, and all it was were for their third goal, long ball downfield, and cut cut back inside. And I mean, the goal, the goal, shocking. And yeah, I heard the Maxwell Lee Nichols debate. I mean, I think Nick Nichols himself has let him some hours this season compared to his usual standards. But yeah, I just think it. I mean, I think it was more that Preston just didn't. They switched off after half time more than anything, really. I think yeah. as soon as they got back into control of the game, which they did in that second half, they got that third goal, put ten men behind the ball, and. And that with that, it's just yeah. I think. Uh, what did he say after Joe? Because I don't think I can bear watching that YouTube. Uh, oh yeah, I, I don't listen to his YouTube. Luckily, the broadcast went off by looks of it, but I will. Anything worth hearing about the injuries? Does he say war? Does it as soon as soon in the morning and all that? Uh, he said that he should have brought war off at half time. Both his calves went, so he's okay. hoping that he's not too bad. But um, Pearson. <laughs> He, do, he doesn't know, but yeah, like you said, the injuries uh, just are just not helping. But again, like I think we've got apart from Radoni, really. And I mean, Jackson, he's been unfortunate because I thought he was doing quite well yeah. after that Birmingham game where he got torn apart from about from Dembele. I think he's yeah. improved massively. To be fair to him, yes, yes, um, it's it's well done. It like energy and stuff, which we've just got like you say, just nothing, no fizz or it was just like like flat beer when he just like just. Oh, mate, it just, it's just so, I just don't know what to think anymore, mate. It's gutting in it. And the last night going down to London, it's honestly, it's massive. I went to Swansea the other week, what a mad thing to do. Honestly, mate, they're back. I don't know what they get out the attend the away fans. It must be 100 town, 110 town fans, mate. We'd always take three, four hundred minimum, wouldn't you? To even them places of now, even your diet had to just like, no, mate. And I don't know, it's cost of living and what have you, but others are just saying now, no, mate, it's. Lucille Town is not on entertainment. It's not worth my while. And it's sad, man, isn't it, to see these people drifting away, especially after, I know the Premier League were a bit ago now, but we've built up a good, you know, kind of loving with Lucille again. And it's just bit by bit, it's just, just going, isn't it? Gutting. Yeah, I think, like I said, and to be fair, I think, like, Nagel and Scott, they, they try to do the right things off the pitch. Like that fan park, for example. I mean, I've, I've not really got in there that much, but, you know, just these little things that they're trying to get going. But, to get people going to them, you need to get a team on the pitch that are winning, that fans are going to go cheer, and then you'll spend merchandise. And I heard about season ticket prices going up. I've always said, if I could tell, if I knew that my team were going to be spending, I'm not saying millions, I'm not expecting us to go and walk the league or anything like that. Even this season, I'd have been happy with a mid table, mid table easy finish, you know, building a decent team. It's like Preston tonight. They're bringing on that McCann, they're bringing on Hughes, they're bringing on championship standard players, but good enough to see a game out. That's what they need to get right first. Players on the pitch, the pitch, the play, the players performing first, the team performing. That's how you're going to get the fans in. And yeah, people might say, you know what? All right, I can see improvements. I can see we're going to invest. I can see we're going to try do something next season. I'll spend the money, but you need to, you need to show signs first in the fan park and a light show. That I don't even know what we're going on to be honest. Like you know things <laughs> like that. It's like you, you try try get on the field matters first, right before off the field matters. And then you'll see an improvement. And I mean, I can pick 
Cartwright and Edwards from where I sit in Killing the Bank. You can tell can tell what they can tell they're sat there, and you must be thinking, surely we've messed up here. Like surely they've messed up. But um, I mean, it's, it's fifty. How much do you blame on Moore? And you look at the players he's got. Like I touched on earlier, you would come and manage his team. But then you look at the way he sets up teams. Like Josh Caroma as a left wing back. Like layoff. It. He's not a left wing back at all. It's. Uh, I don't know. It is, it is very depressing again. And I feel like we're in having this conversation last year, um, at this time last year, really. So, yeah, God knows where we turn. Merry but, Christmas, uh, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. When Ward scored, I, I was like, after the Feed the Ward video that we did a couple of years ago, I thought it could be dragged <laughs> out. But I can't believe that. You just said there that morning, both his calves had gone. And honestly, it's embarrassing, mate. This, isn't it? Now we're both his calves gone as. So the strikers are like kids and mate, I don't think I need to end this though or that as well. It's uh, <laughs> it's got a bottle of whiskey and it's just like that it's like that Phil Mitchell memory in it and that as well, you know, just like it over tends me a bottle. But you'll be there on Saturday, mate. So massive respect and uh, yeah, no worries. Cheers, uh, Joe. So yeah, I think we're gonna end it there. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna go watch Darren Moore's interview now and then just uh, that'll send me off to sleep. So thanks for everyone getting involved and uh, yeah, up the town, lads. What's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 